When I was young, I never needed anyone. And making love was just for fun. Those days are gone. Living alone, I think of all the friends I've known. When I dial the telephone, nobody's home. All by myself, don't wanna be all by myself. Sure. Sometimes I feel so insecure, and love so distant and obscure remains the cure. Oh.
Welcome to Radio Tatas. Oh, wait, what am I doing? I'm not waiting for anyone else to say it with me. I am all by myself. My neighbors probably hate me. Because that, you know, that's that some screaming that just went on. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob's kids. I'm all by myself. Doug, drink your Ovaltine. Go see that clock wall movie. It's got a little, got a little secret something, something for you in it. Um, kids, if you're not all by yourself, if you've got a pet, you should probably spay or neuter that pet because even though you don't want to be all by yourself, you don't want to be overrun with... Uh, Lots of little youngins to care for, or have to try to adopt out. That's lovely. Uh, so spay and neuter your pets. Groom them with a reputable groomer, like our breasty groomer bunny, who I spent wonderful time with. She didn't leave me all by myself. On Friday, we went and saw Johnny Taylor perform at the Valve, and it was outstanding outstanding um we don't have any listener calls this week I'm all by myself all by myself discussion items um right before I came on it's late Sunday night uh discovered looks like there is a Second Kavanaugh accuser coming out. Don't have the details on that yet, but I can't say that I am surprised. I'm surprised it took this long, but we all kind of figured it might be coming. So, like we said last week, if it was a one-off, if it was, it was an isolated incident, if it's his word against hers, that might be something to give us pause. But as... Inevitably, more and more people may end up coming forward, and this starts to look like a pattern, and it starts to look like uh, we are either going to get rid of him, or we're going to have another Clarence Thomas situation. So, anywho, the, the takeaway is, you know, last week we basically said, uh, you know, we're not sure. We don't have enough information yet concerning the high school stuff can come back to haunt you. But if it's not just once, and if it's not just one person that's raising some eyebrows, that you might be a complete wanker. So hopefully uh, get that sorted out shortly. There were other controversies that we had intended to talk about, but as I said, I am all by myself and having a discussion about controversy alone feels a little weird. Feels a little weird. So, uh, especially since I'm not the one with the deets on that discussion item. Natalie is out this week uh, due to, um, I don't know. Uh, I can only presume 
that it's because she hates me. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she has a good reason. Um, but to hate me. I'm sure she has a great reason to hate me. Um, who doesn't, right? Um, but I'm going to keep this short. I'm not going to be one of those people that drones on and on by myself because that is annoying. But I did bring you some content this week. I'm not just leaving you with having to listen to my voice drone on and on. Um, trying to think if there's anything that I should mention in the news. I'm sure there is something blaringly obvious that y'all are like, why aren't you going to talk about this? What are you thinking? You should have... I don't know. Um, Altercation Fest is coming up this week. Uh, I think it starts Wednesday, possibly Thursday. I cannot remember. I'm a jerk for not having those dates. Go look it up yourself. Altercation Comedy Festival. It is at Kick Butt Coffee. It is 60 possibly more comedians in a matter of days. Uh, headliner you might be familiar with, Brian Posehn. Yes, you can see Brian Posehn at Kick Butt Coffee. If you've never been there, it's not a very large venue. So being able to see Brian Posehn at such an intimate gathering, pretty cool. Uh, JT Haverstadt is the person that puts on that festival. He was uh, he did an interview with uh, Valerie Lopez of Comedy Wham recently. You should go listen to that if you want to know about how that festival got started and how it has grown in just three short years to be like a big, big cool thing um, for not a lot of money. Um, and... He did a MyKUTX this week, uh, yesterday, around 6, I think like 6 to 7, 6 to 8, something like that. He took over the airwaves at 98.9 and played an alternation of uh, great music and comedy tracks of people that are going to be in town for the festival. One of them was uh, Avery Moore. I actually got to hear Avery Moore on the radio, which was the coolest thing. Um, and I know that a certain bearded man was happy that they played Lucero as one of the uh, one of the audio tracks in between the comedy. So, how do they reach us? I'm kidding. Um, we are getting our submissions for the design our uh, our merch contest we've gotten some in I'm not going to tell you how many but we have multiple submissions so I really think I want to encourage you throw your hat in the ring um, part of the reason that I didn't want this week to lie dormant even in Natalie's absentia is because I wanted to make sure that you guys know that we're here we're checking the email we're checking the gmail and uh, short for Google Mail, uh, to make sure that those submissions are getting in. So please, please, please doodle something cool out for us and send it in by October 1st. You've only got a little, what is that, a little over a week? A little over a week to, to do that? Yeah, yeah. Got a little over a week, a week and a day. Um, so, you know, at the close of 10-1... You're going to be SOL. So, 
please get them in. Send them to radiotatas at gmail.com. Um, let's see. Like I said, I don't want to drone on a lot, so I'm not going to get into a lot of discussion items right now. I just got back from watching a friend of mine tape um, something he calls the Sunday service uh, at Double Toasted Studios. Uh, they have a website, doubletoasted.com. They do a lot of movie reviews. Uh, they have a lot of content on that website. The show is funny. Um, some of it is for patrons. Some of it is um, available for anyone, and they're also available to listen back to in podcast form on SoundCloud as well. So go check out Double Toasted and go check out some of their movie review. Their movie review extravaganza show is kind of fun to listen to. Um, they're a lot of fun. Martin and Corey uh, have been doing movie review shows in some form or fashion for like 20 years. I'm not even kidding. I've known them since the days of public access and then eventually they were able to turn it into a career because uh, they both have great personalities. They're both amazing animators and uh, have a lot of experience in movie film industry and whatnot. So go check out DoubleToasted.com. Get just a taste of that. Um, it was fun. They have a really cool studio set up. So I was really proud to get to sit in on that for a while. Um, those of you following me on Instagram know that my, uh, <laughs> my warning light on my car is on again, so I'm gonna live at a dealership for the rest of my life, apparently. Not happy about that. Um, okay, moving into benchmarks. Let's see. Uh, hey, Alala. What the fuck is Dave saying? Well, me, I'm glad I asked myself so naturally. Dave gave us a call this week, email. Here it goes. So part of the driving force Ooh, we're going to start that over because that was not loud enough. So part of the driving force behind our current violent super disease called toxic masculinity are these insane, <clears throat> excuse me, Hardcore fanboys of properties like Star Wars and whatever else, you know, and they hate everything that's new, it seems like. And it's disgusting how these never-getting-laid jerk-offs who can't even walk five feet to their fridge without getting winded to grab a hot pocket out of Mountain Dew are just doing everything they can to fight progress and creativity in this world. Like, their existence is based on creativity, and they're trying to fight more creativity. These <laughs> miserable fucks, man. They ruin everything for everybody. If they had their way, there'd be there wouldn't be another Star Wars movie, and everything after the original trilogy would be buried in a desert next to the E.T. games. It's sickening, man. You know, because the audience is vastly broader than these acne-faced asshats. How dare you bully actors and actresses and create bully? I mean, not even say you know what I, I didn't care for it. That's one thing, but like saying "fuck you" and we're gonna dox you and chasing people off the <clears throat> off the forcing them to close their social media accounts for bullying is bullshit, man. I mean, for fuck's sake, the whole point 
behind the creation of the X-Men was to shed light on bigotry and intolerance. Sorry, I'm coughing. Comics and sci-fi and fantasy tell stories of struggle and morality and overcoming personal extreme adversity. There's a vast swatch of society dealing with this shit on the daily, man, and you're going to rob them of something that could actually help them? Something that makes them feel less excluded? Because you want to exclude? That's fucking crazy to me. Look, my son is going to be three years old next month, and he loves Comic-Con. We just went yesterday. And the beautiful thing about this year was how he boldly went up to people in cosplay and posed for pictures. And these adults and teens gladly took pics with him and and chatted with him about his costume because, in their eyes, he's an Iron Man fan. And that's it. He's one of them. It didn't matter that he was three or half Mexican or wearing a box store Halloween costume that was two sizes too big. He was one of them. And they were in the moment and they were sharing something. They were sharing their passion. They were sharing what they love. And they were sharing it with him. But if these fanboys had their way, he would have nothing to, to bring him into the fold, to, to speak to him into the future the way comics and, and, uh, and, and media spoke to me when I was young and these very fanboys when they were young. I got nostalgia. I love, the, I, love, oh, I love the old stuff, but I like the new stuff too. I can see value in it. Look, fanboys, you don't have to like the latest Star Wars movie or trilogy. You don't have to like Han Solo. You don't have to like the direction they're taking Batman. That's fine. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to read it. You don't have to watch it. But don't deny everyone else the opportunity of discovering something they love. For fuck's sake. Stop being assholes. Okay, so Lala, what is Dave saying? Well, thank you, me, also Lala. I think what Dave is trying to say is that in this day and age when nerd culture has actually become popular, that nerds have become the bullies. At times, uh, the tribalism uh, seems to know no bounds, and these um, once, you know, sort of ineffective, nerdy dudes are now the guys pushing people around. And I don't know the specific thing that set Dave off. I'm assuming it had to do with an X Men reboot or something not going over well in the fandom world I do not know but I get where he's coming from because there are such highly opinionated uh, fans out there that end up ruining the fun for people who are just trying to re you know trying to introduce kids and get kids into these franchises and these comic books and these movies uh, just so they can have some whimsy and some fun and some escapism in their life and it ends up ruined by the, well, actually, group of people that just, you know, have gone, you know, full tilt Lord of the Flies about, you know, X-Men or um, Star Wars. 
Now I do have to say one thing, and I do have to take a little issue with Dave on one thing. I am all for continuing the Star Wars franchise, but I would be more than happy to see the prequels taken out and put in the hole where they dug up those E.T. game cartridges and just bury them and never, ever talk about them again. Me's thinking that would be a good idea. Sorry. Anyway, and I think that's what Dave is trying to say. Also, Post He posted some adorable pictures of Marshall in his Iron Man costume at Comic-Con, and it did look like he was in awe and just having a blast and not scared to go up and approach these characters. And I just think that's a memory that's going to stay with him forever. And awesome. Awesome job, Dave. Good dad. Good dad. And now it's time for the... Mm. Matt moment. Yeah, I'm bringing you one this week. This week brought the return of punch comedy to Cap City. Tuesday nights, Be There or Be Square. This week, Maggie May will be headlining. She will be in from Los Angeles. We're super excited to see her back. And thanks to Matt, she will be here. So, um, Punch Tuesdays. Doors at 7, show at 8, still 7 bucks. It's one of the best deals in town. Um, so, go get your ticket. And uh, that has been your mmm, Matt moment. Just burning through material here, just burning through. All right, Lala, what the fuck are you listening to? Well, I'm glad you asked so uh sort of naturally i may have had this in before if i have it's been a while um or it's possible when brennan was filling in for natalie he may have brought this in but we may have just talked about it on non-committal um i don't know i can't reach out to him and ask him because that would violate the restraining order that i've put against him and so I'm just going to bring it back in. I am bringing you this week the sword and the scale. I know a lot of people listen to this. Their Patreon seems to be quite popular amongst some of my friends as well. And the Patri- uh, sword and scale is a true crime podcast. Um, I'm reading, full disclosure. Is <laughs> an immersive audio experience covering the underworld of criminal activity and demented minds that perform the most despicable and unthinkable actions, proving that the worst monsters are very real. And I will tell you, the editing, the audio, the sound work, the work that goes into this podcast, it's beautifully done. Even just from that perspective, um, it scares you. I'm not even going to lie. It scares you. And the people that they talk about, you know, these situations were real sometimes. So it's like, ugh, you know, this could happen because this did happen. So the episode that I am tuning into is, I believe, their most recent episode. Let me see what it is titled. It just says episode 123. But... um. I'm going to take you, this is a guy reading his um, manifesto of what he, you know, he's, he's, 
exacting his revenge on someone he feels like has done him wrong. And he kept a very intense journal, diary, um, and sort of inspired by Star Wars, like, rebel forces. Uh, so it's a little demented. And this is uh, a dramatic reading of his diary. I presume he is either dead or in jail, right? I'm not going to spoil it for you. The decision. Making the choice when I didn't want to play anymore. I was done. I no longer wanted to play the game anymore. It wasn't fun. All the game masters suck. All the players cheated. All the rules were unfair. I no longer wanted to play, and I wanted out. The decision, though, was not just to leave the Coast Guard, but also life itself. Then I decided that if I was going to leave this life, I would not allow Lisa to be allowed to remain. I had to get revenge. I wanted revenge. I hate Lisa Berlanga, and I will have my revenge upon her. The Hunt for Revenge Planning for the Great Battle I wanted to deny Lisa happiness. I wanted to deny her seeing the day when gay marriage is made legal through the country. Deny her the chance to see the first Hispanic or female United States president. Deny her the career she was in. Deny her the wonderful moments of life. Deny her the chance to grow old together with Anna. Deny her the love from Anna. Deny her the sense of safety. I wanted to deny her everything. And in doing so, strike fear into her as the last sensation she would ever have. My 30th birthday arrived on February 5th, 2014. My enlistment ends on March 8th, 2015, so it was decided. I will begin the process for leaving the Coast Guard and go out on my 31st birthday. I had taken up the emblem of the Rebel Alliance from Star Wars as my personal symbol in fighting back. I will fight God. fire with fire because no one else will. But maybe, just maybe... I will help light the fires of rebellion. That's it. The girls are there. Lawyer, prepare yourself for a surface attack. As summer 2014 moved on, I already had a pretty good general idea of what I wanted to do, but I still did not know where Lisa actually was. Well, it turns out it's really simple, and for like $15, you can get a report on anyone that has their address, previous addresses, felony records, and so on. When the location popped up on the map, I was almost ecstatic. I have played numerous strategy and tower defense games during my video game career, so when I saw the layout of where Lisa allegedly lived, I saw right away that it was tactically perfect. I immediately saw that if all you did was place an obstacle on the southern road, then first responders would have a hell of a time getting in there quickly, thus giving me ample time for the mission. Operation Purple Rebel. <sighs> yeah. So it is just kind of creepy. You know, they start out, you know, talking about the case, talking about this guy, and then somebody reading this manifesto of his plan and how he laid it out exactly. Heesh. So go check out Sword and Scale. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, let's see. What the fuck are you listening to? That is it for me. Um, as far, Kitty, hush. 
Kitty wants to join in. She doesn't want me to be on by myself anymore. As far as trucker porn goes, you know, I suppose that I could sit here and, you know, I don't know, fake an orgasm or something, but that would just be cheap, silly, ridiculous, kind of hot. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, I love myself too much. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so with that said, that's our show this week. How do they reach us? Um, by the way, I hope you appreciate me putting a little something out. I hope it wasn't too boring. I hope I did okay. I'll ask you at the end if you think Charlie would be proud of me, but I'm kind of kind of begging for feedback now. Did I do okay? Did I was I okay, mom? Did I do okay, dad? Somebody make me feel okay about this cuz I've been abandoned and alone. How do they reach me? <laughs> they reach us at Radio Tatas. We are Radio Tatas on Twitter and Facebook. We are also now on Instagram, that hot, hot Instagram account. You can give us a call at 512-716-0773. Yes, I am checking those messages every week now, sometimes multiple times a week. So if you want to call in, leave some feedback, tell a knock-knock joke, make a a toot sound. I don't care what you do. Call us. Let us know you're listening. 512-716-0773. If we start getting more feedback, we might actually do a call-in show. Um, we are radiotatas at gmail.com where you can also submit trucker porn scripts. See, if you had submitted a script, I could have read both parts. How hot would that have been? probably terrible um and radiotatas at gmail.com is also where you will send those merchandise design contest submissions please get on it you got a little basically just say you've got a week you've got a week because by the time you listen to this it'll be monday and you'll have only had a, you'll only have a week so or you know god forbid you listen later you got less than a week now Clock is ticking, guys. Ten one. That's your due date. Ooh, ooh. That made it sound like a pregnancy. Uh, find us and review us. We are on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play. We are also on Stitcher and iTunes. Presties, please go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us a review. Stars, please. I'd really appreciate it if you did that. Listen to our friend's podcast, Atomic Rubbish. Comedy Wham presents. Uh, the latest episode is linen free, but by the time this comes out, well, no, it'll still be linen free, but Johnny Taylor's up soon. Um,. There is New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon, News Whore with Mandy Statmiller, Moturn, sorry, The 
Moturn Media infomercial. Go listen to his podcast. And the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I'll say it correctly. On WFM Nudes. That's also WFMU. Um, I believe that is 9 to midnight Eastern, which would be 8 to 11 Central for a lot of you people in our time zone. Um, what do I mean by you people? I mean breasties listening to the sound of my voice right now. Go listen to the goddamn Dave Hill show. It's fun. It's a fun little, little, uh, little show and you can even call in and talk to Dave himself most of the time. He has had a lot of guests on lately, but he still takes calls. So, I'll ask you now, do you think Charlie would be proud of me? I don't know. Somebody's gotta, somebody's gotta tweet me and tell me. Well, this has been Radio Tata's Hope you enjoyed it, and until next time, talk like no one's listening. Natalie and Lala, Radio Tata, Natalie and Lala, Radio Tata, listen to Ready?